0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ramblers, let's get rambling.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rambo with Russell, show 515 of my podcast, the home of intelligent rambling, right here on the TalkShoe Network. I'm your host, Russ Hale. Got terrific show lined up for you today. as a number of things we want to talk about on the show for reviews and start things off with the latest release, courtesy of the great uh, Ben Affleck, who, of course, is Batman, in the new DCU. It is Live By Night, which got a lot of attention Uh, The Oscars on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers' home video. And then we go back 15 years, yes, it's been that long, to the 15th anniversary edition of Vin Diesel in XXX on Blu-ray, with the new Vin Diesel XXX movie coming out in a few weeks on video. I thought we'd go back in time and check out the 15th anniversary, courtesy of the great folks at Sony Home Entertainment. Then we go back to a galaxy far, far away... With a Blu-ray review of Star of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Entertainment, and then we go from a galaxy at war to warring aliens, sort of, kinda, with a brand new lease, courtesy of at Home Video. It is Monster Trucks, where it's where the, the the term of monster trucks really goes literally in this movie. Now, before we get into the reviews for today, I did want to comment on something at the top of the show. I did have a chance to check out the new uh, Thor 3, a Thor Ragnarok trailer that just came out many not too many days ago at the time of this recording. And I got to say, looks pretty good. I was very much impressed by it and we do get a bit of a hulk in it and and I'm I have good things. Uh, I'm hoping for this movie it looks really good and um yeah. And we'll see how this ties into the big Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is opening up very soon. I've I'm been impressed by those trailers. I think um, Batista is gonna be great as tracks on world! It's very, very cute. So, some good things coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe. Of course, coming up this coming weekend is Fast and the Furious 8. Uh Fate of the Furious. I'm hoping to catch that movie while in cinemas sometime soon. Uh, of course, long-time listeners of the show know it, my lovely wife Leanne loves the Fast and Furious franchise. So we're going to try to make uh, an effort to catch it at a cinema near me, one just really across the road from me. Uh, hopefully soon I can't guarantee when hopefully by the, ne- by the next recording the next episode of the show whether that is next week or the week after we'll see I'm still kind of mostly going on a bi-weekly schedule here until things settle down some more and then we'll see when we get back to weekly but I appreciate you guys sticking in and still listening to the show I know I have a, lo- a loyal audience out there and I appreciate all the listenership that I do get for this show so we're going to take a quick little musical interlude right up with the first review of the show My first Blu ray movie review for this episode is Live by Night, courtesy the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Now, this is a big movie that got a lot of attention last year and is directed and starring Ben Affleck. Now, of course, Affleck is really busy being Batman in, in the new Justice League movie, which is coming out very soon. Trailers for that look very interesting, um, but I'm not talking about Justice League right now. The story revolves kind of mostly in the 1920s, a little bit before that. In this movie, Affleck plays Joe Colin, or Coughlin. I'm not sure how you want to pronounce his name. Um, he, he's a, a young guy who who just went through World War I and is trying to kind of put his life back together again from Boston. And, and he, he finds that, like with most people that come from the war, he doesn't know what to do with his life. And he, he kind of falls into... The world of gangsters, and and he's kind of very much in Boardwalk Empire kind of ways. He's a reluctant gangster. He he's good at what he does, but he doesn't really enjoy doing it. But that's all he knows how to do. He goes from this scene in in Boston to Florida. Now, at the start of the movie, he he's paired with this young girl who's who's kind of um I guess for lack of a better term, kind of his his love interest. And something happens early in the movie, and she goes away, and he gets hooked up with with another actress who's more of a a mix, kind of like African-American, kind of half-white, half-black, and that makes him run afoul of the old KKK. So that's what happens there. So it's very much... The the Affleck's character kind of struggling through life, trying to do the right thing, but then also working with the, the mafia and that kind of stuff as well. So we have a lot of that mixed in. This got a lot of attention at the Oscars. It doesn't surprise me. Oscars loves drama dramas. They don't mind if drama drama has a little bit of action in it, hence why Lord of the Rings got nominated all those years ago. But for the most part, they love a pure drama. I have to say, overall, the, the the costumes and the set stuff for this movie are really impressive. They do a really good job recreating the, the clothes, the fashion, and a lot of the cars from the 1920s. It really impressed me. This is one of the few movies I think I could ever remember seeing where they had a car chase in 1920s cars. Now, it's not... it's It's... You know my my bar for car chases is Ronan. Have you ever seen that movie? That 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 is one of the ultimate car chases ever. This is pretty good. I, I don't think I can't remember the last time I've seen a car chase set in the 1920s. So that that's kind of neat. The story is interesting. Ben Affleck. Uh, is is kind of very subdued in this movie. That there's a bit of that 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 quiet intensity which he works really well for him in Batman kind of thing, but but it's kind of toned down a bit. This movie is very violent, <laughs> oh very violent. There are a lot of gunshots to the head, right to the temple, and and oof, bullets fly aplenty plenty in this motion picture. So it is definitely not a one to be watching when you have kitties around. It's It's very big on that. Now, the movie is described as action-packed by Scott Cardi of ABC TV. Yes, I will say that when there are action scenes, they are very hot and heavy and and, and very intense. The movie starts in kind of a weird way, though. I'll warn you, where you're going like, okay, what's happening here? This is a very odd way to start a movie. But you just kind of have to roll with it as a uh, performances wise. I would say uh, you, if you like Affleck and you like that kind of quiet intensity, he d- does that well. You get a lot of extras for th- for this release. You do get the men of li- live by night. This is the the the, the much explore the outlaws moral code and that these are gangsters. But they're kind of civilized gangsters in a way, like, you know, certain things you do. And if you do these, then you get repercussions for what you do. Lots of very shades of gray in this movie, and that's for sure. You also get the ladies uh, by Live By night as well. Yeah, uh, you also get a close-up of the the car chase, which is really cool how they got that done. And we learn that uh, replica 1920s cars are not that reliable. This is why things have changed in the automotive industry. You get director's commentary and deleted scenes with commentary, which I like. That I like that when you do a deleted scene, you can actually hear the director say, "Okay, this is the reason we took it out." Most of the time, with most movies, it it goes down to pacing and 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 timing because studios like movies at a certain length, and if they go too long, then they say, "Hey, can you trim a bit of this off?" Overall, this is an interesting period piece, and not for the squeamish. So be forewarned: the language, the content, and the violence is 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 right up there uh, when it comes to that. As a period piece goes, it it does work. There there is a um, you you do as you get into this. Get invested in the journey of the Ben Affleck's character and and want to see where he ends up. And in some ways, it's very tragic and and sad. But then again, life isn't all primrose and roses, is it, folks? No, no, no. Overall, a good performance. If you're looking for strictly an action movie, as I said, there there are points, especially the car chase, were a pretty good. But there's a lot of talking in this, so kind of keep that in mind. But but it does serve as a very Kind of snapshot in history, and, and what was going on. Um, so that is, and and in. Uh, keep in mind, it's a Ben Affleck directed movie. So that is my take of Live by Night on Blu-ray. Courtesy of the great folks of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
1: Oh, for everyone he meets He says I should turn Well with every fool he makes, every chance he we takes. Well I thought you won't live See tomorrow Hey secret agent hey, man Secret agent man One who's given you a number well, Let us take away your names Where well, are pretty faces That you find A pretty face can hide And leave on my hand I'll be careful what you say Or you'll feel safe away But I'll tell you You won't live to secret Agent man Secret Agent man Oh we spirit you want, number will let it take me away. Man. La a lot
0: A retro Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Triple X, courtesy of the great folks at Sony Home Entertainment. Now, of course, this is coming out because the brand new Triple X movie, The Return of Xander Cage, is due out on video very, very soon. So, of course they're going to release this one to kind of preempt the other one now this movie goes back to 2002 there was a sequel in 2005 called triple x state of the union unfortunately that one didn't star vin diesel and didn't do that well so now they're going back to what made the money and and the new movie now this is a nice interesting look at at going back to vin diesel this is back in 2002 Pitch Black was around this time. Vinny was was just starting to come into his, his prime. and It's a very young Vin Diesel. Now, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. So it was kind of neat to kind of re-go re, re back to it. Basically, the premise is, is that Vin Diesel stars Alexander Cage. He's an extreme sports athlete, and they established that very early in the movie. That gets recruited by the government to be a special agent, and what they kind of do with this movie is say, you know, up to this point, all special agents have been guys in suits and very James Bondy. This is this is their way of saying we're going to take a new take on special agent stuff. So he gets recruited uh, to be a a spy, if you will, a mole in this criminal organization, and he gets recruited by good old Samuel L. Jackson. In this movie he plays um he plays uh, Agent Gibbons who who is kind of a scarred face kind of guy who is Xander's boss. Now, in this one of course Vin Diesel gets gadgets, he he gets you know, hooked up with a beautiful woman of Yelena played by Asia Argento and and it's very much a, a nice kind of spy spoof. There there are very corny lines in this It's very much like this could have been written for Schwarzenegger just as easy because at one point uh, a character dies and and good old Xander Cage slash Vinny goes, oh, I told him smoking would kill him. You're like, oh, here we go. (laughs) That... That kind of thing. It's it's very much action-packed. This is Vin Diesel. Uh, I mean, there's a snowboarding sequence with a mountain, which is insane. Of course, we have some car chase stuff, because you can't have Vin Diesel without cars. That's pretty much been his his stock and trade as much as he can in movies. It's a fun kind of popcorn-y action movie. You kind of leave your brain at the door. You don't overthink it. You don't you know, go into it kind of like oh, I must overanalyze this movie. No, it, it's a fun, nice trip down memory lane. I'm very curious to see how they continue this third movie because of what happens in this movie. I'm very curious to see how they kind of kind of do the big reset button on the franchise, which is what they're trying to do, obviously, with the new movie that, that that's coming out. Overall, if you like, you know, some good kind of action adventure fun, Vin is is in his prime back then. This is in the early days before Fast and the Furious really kind of super mega took off the way it does, the way it did. Um, Danny Tregeo has a very small role in this movie. It's kind of funny. He's kind of in and like, hey, look, it's Danny Tregeo. And then he's gone. So that's that's cool. Uh, we have him in that as the bad guy in this one is really well done, I have to admit, um, he, he just has that, that kind of like, uh, you know, if you cross me, I will kick your ass, and, and a very good villain, uh, in this one, so so points to him, very good, good casting. The wardrobe in this one is crazy, too. That at one point, Xander has this jacket, which I swear to god, if you walked around with this. In reality, people be going, what's the deal with the jacket? It wouldn't be very good if it was very rainy. Uh, a fun movie, for sure. Now, with this 15th anniversary edition, they really loaded you up with the extras. You do have all new special features, so for all you, you use people who are saying, well, I already bought this like movie like ages ago, you get at all new interviews with Vin Diesel at the look of the new movie, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. So you get a nice little sneak peek on the new movie coming out in a very short time, you get an Origins of the Renegade. This is another nice little featurette where they talk about the start of, of, of looking back, like present day Vin Diesel looking back at what he did before. You also include some you know great uh, stuff that's been released before, as in director's commentary. Not one, but ten featurettes on the various aspects of making the movie from back in the day. You get deleted scenes, two music videos—not one, but two music videos—and and just a good chunk of of, fe- of features for this disc. So they crammed a lot in a single disc release. Overall, if you missed this Vin Diesel movie, I encourage you to pick it up. It it is kind of good, just good kind of popcorn escapism fun. It's it's right up there with any kind of Bond movie or any kind of Schwarzenegger movie from the nineteen nineties. That kind of just fun kind of f- footage, and the lo- corny lines are there. The action is crazy, and and it definitely is fun to, to check out. I I'm very curious to see what they do with the sequel. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't got this copy, it's worth checking out. It looks great on Blu-ray, really nicely done. You you know, for a 15 year old movie, looks really slick and and definitely worth checking out. This is also um, one of the one of the directors who has directed previous Fast and Furious, so it's a guy who obviously works well with Vin Diesel. And that makes a huge difference on screen. So that is my take of the 15th anniversary of Triple X, starring Vin Diesel, courtesy of the great folks at Sony Home Entertainment. For this episode is Rogue One: A Star Wars Story, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Now, uh, I'm not going to give you in this review the full review of the movie. If you wanted me to give you my full impressions of Rogue One, go back to my year-end special in December, and I'll you. You can. This review, I'm going to focus mostly on the special features which come the Blu-ray, because I've already kind of talked about the movie before, so I don't want to rehash stuff. Today. Suffice to say, I enjoyed the movie. Go back and listen to the year-end special. You'll get my in-depth analysis on that. This time around, we're just going to focus on the special features. Now, one thing I want to say off the bat, as loyal listeners know, way back when Force Awakens came out, I said, "I said, you know what? This is a great release, from the initial disc release, but I bet you, bet you, bet you they will come out with a, a special edition with more extras for Force Awakens. And I'm telling you, Ramblers, I proved it. It happened. They came out with a, a extra special edition, which had not only the previous special features, but new ones as well. And I know that Rogue may go down a similar route. Now, for special features this time, in this movie, you do have uh, the, the stories. Now, these are a collection of stories that take you behind the scenes in the making of Rogue One. That includes a rogue idea, so the very start, the inception of it, and how that came to be. Uh, Also, Jin the Rebel, Cassian the Spy, uh, K2SO the Droid. A, a really fun look where Adam Tudjuk talks about voicing the robot and and how they really wanted to make him the anti-C-3PO in this movie. And you think about that and you're going, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, Blaze and Truitt, the, the guardians of of the Willis, these are the, the, the two in the movie and how their relationship works. Although they, they really shy away from anything too con. Also, uh, Bodhi Saw, the pilot and the revolutionary. You actually show the actor who played Bodhi kind of auditioning and how he was really relentless in trying to get this part. You also have a look at the Empire itself. The vision, uh, the look of Rogue One, so how they went into actually designing. The, the, the look of the movie and taking an inspiration from Ralph Macquarie, who did a lot of work from Hope. Oh, it was the Princess and the Governor. This is a very cool featurette. How they talk about recreating Tarkin, as also recreating the the, 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 the look of of um of Carrie Fisher as well. In epilogue, the story continues. This is a nice little featurette where they say, Okay, this is how 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 they, they link this movie into A New Hope and how, how they, they tie it into that. Overall, a nice bunch of featurettes uh, with this. You also get one where they, they point out the many kind of Easter eggs, many references to other Star Wars movies in this, kind of like an Easter egg thing. The one thing this is missing, which I'm disappointed with, but again, I could see this coming out in in a a feature release is there's no audio commentary by any by the director. And that is a shame. I kind of like to hear those when it comes to that. We do hear from the director in the featurettes, but no audio commentary. No gag reel. uh, No deleted scenes. Again, a lot of this, I feel, is going to come out in a secondary release for this sometime later. Around December. Mark my words, Disney uh, is nothing but consistent. If you're looking to get a copy of this, this is the best version you're going to get at this present time. I do like the cover of of the slip of the slip cover on it. It has kind of a 3D kind of look and that's kind of cool. Uh, and and you do get the Blu-ray, DVD and digital code with this release so so far if you're really getting hankering for a copy of this movie this is the best copy that exists right now but just like with force awakens ramblers i'm gonna say a few months from now maybe december at the latest just like i bet you there will be another release of this which will include a buttload more extras and probably a 3d print of the movie as well so keep that in mind that could be coming down down the road i have no official announcement of this and any of my press releases, I can't tell you that for sure, but uh, don't be surprised if that's coming down the road. Overall, there is a decent non- ex- like the extras itself are on a separate Blu-ray disc, completely, so that's cool. Overall, the best version you can get of the movie so far, and 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 if you want to make sure your collection is complete for now, yeah, definitely pick it up. I really did enjoy this movie. It was a different take on the Star Wars universe. And I'm curious to see where we go when it comes to other standalone stories which they're kicking around now currently. There's a Han Solo one possibly in the works. Uh, I don't know when it's come out, but I know they started filming it relatively not that long ago. And we'll see what, what more of these fill-in-the-gap kind of movies we are going to have. So that is my take of Star Wars, or, sorry, Rogue One, a Star Wars story on a Blu-ray courtesy of the great folks of Walt Disney Home Entertainment.
1: been dry Ain't no Ferrari Dry, 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 shut up and try, dry, try. Shut up and try, dry, dry, dry. Shut up and try, drive drive, shut up and try, dry,
0: dry, shut up and try. Our last Blu-ray Mill review for this episode is Monster Trucks. Courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Home Entertainment. Now I saw the ads for this movie, the trailer, and I thought, wow, maybe something different from the world of Hollywood, and that is kind of good because I see a lot of stuff, that repeats. The story revolves around a a small town who were they're drilling for oil, and and one day while they're drilling for oil, you know, they they drill a little too far down, and and they 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 hit a pocket of water, and these creatures kind of spring. From the water, so that, that and the and one of these three creatures kind of uh, the kind of befriends a young guy called Trip, who works at a scrapyard and is trying to get his own monster truck to work. And this is a these are very benign creatures, although they are kind of scary. They're kind of uh, what's the best way to describe them? Kind of like um, a land octopus, really, sorta, kinda. So, so so, one of the creatures gets free. Um, two of them get captured by the Soil Company. And, and the one that gets free uh, stumbles into the scrapyard where Trip works at and run by Danny Glover. <laughs> this one, Mr. Weathers. Danny Glover is, is an extended cameo. He's in the start of the movie, and it is near the end of the movie, and that's all you see of him. Trip is played by Lucas Till. Now you're saying to yourself, Lucas That name doesn't really ring a bell. Well, the you may the name not ring a bell, but you've seen his face uh, on many a um, kind of um, sci-fi kind of stuff recently. Most recently, of course, he starred as Alex Summers or Havoc in the the most recent X Men movies: uh, the First Class, Days of Future Past, and X Men Apocalypse. And, of course, he's now the new MacGyver in the new MacGyver TV show. So this kid's career is really starting to pick up a little bit uh, and when, it, when it comes to acting. Now, in this one, he kind of plays uh, uh immature genius with a heart. He's a guy who started this movie. He's in his truck going, and he's pretending to drive which is something like an eight-year-old would do. And that kind of put me off a little bit. It's like, oh, really? Uh, the, the, the female love interest in this one is a character of Meredith, played by Jane Levy. She is, she is the, the kind of the girl of the story. Your other kind of recognizable talent in this one is Rob Lowe. So you have Rob Lowe and Danny Glover in the same movie. Now, this is described uh, on it by a delightful family film by Andy Webster of the New York Times and fun for the whole family by Mike Rias of cinemablend.com. And I will say, as a family-friendly movie, yeah. Uh, there's not really any kind of poopy jokes. Uh, the humor is, 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 is there. And, and for the most part, it's not overtly violent. So for the most of the movie, you have these oil people trying to track down this creature and and Trip trying to keep the creature away and return it to its home so, you know, it can live in peace. So that's the main goal of it. The, the, the trucks, plural, doesn't kind of happen till later. What basically happens in this one is the creature, which he calls Creech, which is really not that original, kind of inhabits the body of his car and then... Causes it to run because at the time he doesn't have an engine. So he kind of the creature kind of inhabits the frame, and through its tentacles makes the wheels move. You watch, you'll understand. Uh, also, a part of the cast is Thomas Lennon, who who plays Jim Dowd. He's a is a kind of a um, sympathetic scientist. Of course, we last saw him in the remake of The Odd Couple, and and he really works well in this movie. I like his role; it's very suited. Overall, a, a fun movie has a good pace to it. There's some good laughs along the way. And the special effects are pretty decent. The, there's a lot of time you're going like, it doesn't look too fake. I hate CGI, it looks too fake. It's very much, I, I would say, par line to Transformers kind of believability, for lack of a better term. So that is there. Uh, it has a good pace to it. the The music in it is fun. And and there's a good amount of comedy and kind of adventure. This is a, definitely a comedy adventure kind of movie. So for special features, get Who's Driving the Monster Trucks. This is a great feature where, where they kind of show how they made this happen. And a lot of the, 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 the trucks are remote controlled. So this is really cool. This would be a great way if you ever wanted to freak out People in 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 a small town. I would love to take this remote control hide somewhere, then drive the vehicle around in a small town and just freak people out. Uh, you also get uh, the monster in the truck. This is the the, the featurette on how they actually um, animated the creature within the frame of the vehicle, creating the monster truck. Just again, more into into how that was done. A gag reel, which is quite funny, deleted scenes, and production diaries as well. So you get. A good look into how they made this movie magic happen. Lots of interviews from the cast and crew. Sadly, again, no uh, director commentary in this. I would have liked to have heard director commentary, especially with this movie and the cast. I think director and the cast, it would have made a fun uh, commentary track, but that is missed. Overall, uh, a nice kind of contained movie. There's no really hint... Uh, if there could be a sequel, they could maybe go somewhere with it. But it does kind of wrap up kind of nicely, uh, and and a fun, just kind of like a fun movie. I like the the concept how it's original. I mean, I've never heard of an of a of a creature inhabiting the body frame of a car before, so that's new. And and it is a fun movie. It definitely is kid safe. So if you're looking to say. Oh, it's a scary creature. There are little bits of scary bits, but nothing like, you know, we're not talking alien here. We're not talking (laughs) kind of grossness. Uh, And and there is uh, some fun car kind of chase sequences. One thing uh, that the monster truck does to evade the people chasing it, which I think has to be the first in a movie. I don't think I've ever seen a vehicle do that to try to get away. And, and, and that's kind of neat. I, I, like, I like a movie that kind of takes chances and does something different. So overall, a fun release. One thing to keep in mind, though, when you're watching this, for the most part, it's only one truck. The trucks, plural, doesn't happen until quite later into the movie. So although they tease it a lot in the packaging, you have to wait till we go quite a bit into the movie before the truck becomes trucks, Plural in this film and, and definitely worth checking out and 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 it's don't get fooled by the title it's not a bunch of gearheads going with their vehicle. so that is my take of monster trucks on the blu-ray courtesy of the great folks at paramount home entertainment Well, that's gonna wrap things up for this episode of the show hope y'all enjoyed it as always you can touch me the number of ways on the old internets check me out on twitter I'm ramblingruss at r i m b l i n g r u s s. tweet mail tweet back I appreciate all the retweets and favorites and followers I get on twitter I have been getting some more recently so thank you welcome to the show of course always look for twitter for any show updates and any cover art that I get from any of the movies or TV shows that I talk about I, I generally try to throw them up there as well, check me out on Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page. I just put some of my pictures and updates there, although I am lacking lately in Facebook. But uh, that is that is where my two major outlets. Of course, you can check out all new episodes right here on the Talk Shoe Network. I'm show 18411. That is my caller ID. Check out all my original new shows right here. Of course, for anything of the older shows uh, from May 2006 right until August 2013, you can check them out at http full column backslash backslash ramblingrust.libsyn.com. That's my original home internet, where I have all my old shows there. Now, keep in mind, uh, as of May 1st, ma- the, the home of my old shows may be changing. Uh, looks like I may be moving the shows, the older episodes, from Libsyn to another side. They may, at this point, come come here to talk to you, or they may find another home, but take in Keep you know, don't lose heart, Ramblers. Uh, the the old episodes will have a new home, if necessary. I have a lot of great content. The old stuff, including convention coverages, lots of interviews by some famous people, celebrities, actors, actresses, all on. The older episodes, so keep that in mind. Uh, they're not going to go away. They just may uh, move, and if if that does happen, keep watching my Twitter feed. I will post a link to a new home if necessary, come May. So they're not going away. I just did a just recently backed them all up, all the old show notes. Uh, so that will happen if necessary. Uh, That is it for me, Uh, of course, coming up, future episodes of the show, lots of things to talk about, including I'm making my way through some great uh, new releases for you, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, just got a copy of the brand new Teen Titans, uh, Teen Titans Judas Contract on the Judas Contract on Blu-ray, based on a very classic 1980s Teen Titans story, that is cool. As well, on Blu-ray, I got a copy of the Marine 5 Battleground, courtesy of Sony Hill Entertainment, featuring the the Mike, the Miz Mizani, as well as the most WWE superstars ever in a picture, including Bo Dallas, Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, uh, Naomi, and very briefly, uh, Maurice, as well, in the last chapter in the Marine franchise. Also, uh, I did get a copy from Sony, the brand new Underworld, The Blood Wars, starring Kate Beckinsale, as well as Season 5 of Veep, Season 3 of Silicon Valley, courtesy of HBO. Still working my way through the first season of Dynastie on DVD, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. As well, coming out from BBC, Planet Earth 2, And also from HBO, Insecure, the first season. Uh, Working on that. And possibly in the future, the the movie, the the Blu-ray movie, Silence, by Martin Scorsese, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. Also, some DK books along the way, including the Star Wars Visual Encyclopedia. And Marvel, year by year, a visual history updated and expanded, all courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. So lots of stuff coming up in the foreseeable future. Hopefully, this coming week, I will, I'm will i going to try to make my way to the theater and catch the latest Fast and Furious movie with my lovely wife, Leanne, and we'll have that review in an upcoming episode. That is it for me, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Ramble with Russell. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.